Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 171, and we'll be covering the chases and the legacy cards from the Spider-Man Beyond Amazing set. Uh, I do want to take a quick moment to apologize for the podcast, at least my volume on the last one. I was, like, sitting back in my chair talking to the mic and not realizing I was a little too far away, so I was a little bit quieter than the rest of the crew last week. So I am up in the mic today so you should be able to hear me nice and clear uh with me today we have dan and we have ryan miles is actually at his local lga right now opening his boosters and he actually did pretty good he pulled a carnage legacy card and got surfer uh carnage as well so he made out very well today uh, i opened my case today uh the unboxing is up on our Wow, I can't talk. Our YouTube page, so if you want to go check that out, go ahead. Ryan, you had quite the day of opening yours for, wait, six cases, four cases, eight, yeah, four cases. We're, we're Yeah, I got five. We've opened four so far, and then we're using the second one as just sealed games throughout the week. And as of right now, from what you showed us, the only figure you haven't pulled is Vulture, besides a couple chases. Uh, yeah, and then I need the the Spider-Man Prime, just that rare Prime, and then the Vulture Super Rare. Otherwise, it's just a couple of chases. Yeah, the fact that you opened eight bricks and did not pull a Vulture is very surprising. I will say, spoiler alert, in my case, I did not pull a Rhino. Um, I, I might re- have one or I really wanted to make the Ace Ventura kind of hot in these rhinos joke during my <laughs> filming, but I couldn't even do that. But uh, he is just an uncommon, so I could pick him up very easily. If I need it. Uh, but yeah, that is going to be the story. Before we get into the remainder of the reviews, um, WizKids posted something that they messed up. A little bit of a shocker there. Uh, I have not read the article. Dan or Ryan, I don't know if you have read that article, but can one of you guys kind of summarize what that article was about? It sounds like they put the at least one of the wrong maps on the starter set, and so they're offering to replace that. I think the picture is different of the one that they're sending. So, because the play at home kit has two maps on it, and one of the sides is from one of the play at home kits, and the other side is from the other play at home kit, and so because it's missing one of the specific maps that they built scenarios around, some of the scenarios are unplayable, I guess. So they give you a couple options on ways to fix that, and one of them is have them send you the correct map. Gotcha. So that's going to be a lot of maps are going to have to mail out to people. Do we know what Play at Home kit it was in? It's the starter that's messed up. Because oh, the, 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 the starter of the Play at Home. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. 
which I mean makes sense. You're spending like was it like fifty bucks or something like that, or sixty bucks for the the starter. So mm-hmm. I mean, and again, they put that this message out like early morning of release day. So like at least they got out in front of it. They didn't just they weren't reactionary toward it. Of like three weeks later, of like oh hey, we've noticed that people have been getting the wrong map in the in the in this kit. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, at least they acknowledge the mistake. It's just they got to start getting on top of this quality control stuff a little bit better, in my opinion. Uh, all right, let's talk about chases. Uh, we'll have Dan, you can start this off because you're a Thor guy. What about Carnage yeah, so, Thor? Uh, he's pretty great, actually. Like, I was a little miffed at him at first, but I like him a lot more now. Um, so he's 150, or I think he's see, 50 points. Yeah, so his 150 line is eight clicks, his 50 point line is on click. Starts on click five, goes to click eight. Um, so he's got flight. He's got three bolts, which is great. Five range. Um, he's got improved movement, destroys blocking. So, all right, flight and destroys blocking are all things that are good. Um, and he's got the carnage trait, which is plasticity shape change. When a friendly character with the symbiote keyword KOs one or more opposing characters, after resolutions, heal carnage store one click, and he may heal, heal past his starting line this way. So for everybody at home, this is the only way they can heal above their starting line is if but if they KO something or someone with the symbiote keyword on your team KO something. Um, so just if anybody, because a lot of these guys come with steel energy, so you can't heal above your starting line or any further above your starting line that way. Um, and then I think all of the Carnage uh, characters have this trait, so we don't have to go over that again. Um and then he has a special attack power, his whole dial, and then a special defense power on clicks 4 and 8. So the attack power is Steel Energy Pulse Wave. When Carnage Thor uses Pulse Wave, if an opposing character was KO'd this turn, he deals 2 damage instead of 1. So that's really good. Uh, I mean, I like that. It's You KO a bystander or whatever, and now he's doing 2 damage. So not, I would say pretty good. Um, and then his uh, defense power is Stop Impervious Regen. So... Good defense power. Uh, he's got 18s on both of them. So he's pretty tanky. I mean, uh, I like him. He's either got close combat expert or exploit. He moves from a running shot piece to a charge piece. So uh, overall, uh, he's, he's good. Yeah, I guess my only gripe, and this is nitpicking about it, but it does help him in close combat, is that I've always hated the combo of running shot and CCE. Yeah. I like that because it, it adds a little bit of flavor if he gets based. Not yeah. everyone should have, like, you know, running shot Pensai, running shot Pensai. So I think it's actually kind of cool when they do that. It's, I know it doesn't benefit and work with each other, but at least you have two options. You can either base them and take a 12 for 5 at yeah. the top there. So I don't know. I, I kind of like it. It also works with him because of the fact of the, like, he's got plasticity shape change. So he could also just running shot pulse wave base and base someone. Mm-hmm. Does and that then now make... you're stuck. Go ahead. What were you saying? I say, does that make Spider cool in your eyes, Ryan? No, <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> He's got a lot of other. He's got a lot of other problems. Carnage Thor is better than Spider. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will say this about all the chases: is they are pretty beefy in the points on their full dial, but very few of these are you going to play at full dial. Uh, there's about, I'd say between 75 and 100 points difference between their low dial and their high dial. Um, but with the way their mechanics work, with them healing, very few of them are going to want to be played at the higher level. This one maybe just because he's got the pulse wave and the two stop clicks. So he's definitely a candidate to be played at full. 
but most of the ones we're going to be talking about, you'll want to be playing at the lower point value. I mean, in, in competitive, you won't play them at 150. You'll just play them at 50. But say someone or he KOs someone, he's now a running shot pulse wave with impervious. So yes. on the stop click, so that's good. Yep, he just couldn't. The only thing he can't do is use that regen power uh, because he can't be healed. Due to yeah, or, or or the skill energy. It's yeah. one. He's just only healing via the KO thing. At least when he's on his starting or he's. He can't go past the starting line any other way. Yeah. Ryan, why don't you take Carnage Iron Man? Uh, Carnage Iron Man is 150 points or 50 points. Same thing. You're probably not playing it at his top dial, but if he does get there, uh, he is 6 range, 3 bolts, and 8 running shot, 11 energy explosion. He has the special defense power, invincible and super senses, and then damage power of exploit weakness and outwit. If you play him on his lower points, you don't get any of the special stuff right away. Uh, What you do get, though, are these traits, that Carnage one that lets you heal if a symbiote keyword KOs one or more opposing characters. Uh, And then he has steel energy. When Carnage Iron Man hits with a range attack, after resolutions give each hit character a symbiote pod token. Power, remove a symbiote pod token from an opposing character to make a close attack, targeting only that character regardless of adjacency. So he does have a 6 range uh, and improved targeting hindering. Uh, So 6 range is almost the new 8 range (laughs) to some extent. So as things kind of rotate out of modern he might be a little bit better but i still don't think that you're ever going to be playing him competitively um but it'll be a fun thing to just put on the table at home i really wish his micro missile was free because i don't think if he if it was free it's broken yeah that just makes him a lot more playable um because you already have the power action to do a range attack anyway um and odds are you're not getting i guess he gets way better if you get the um Get him up on energy explosion, but he really just has the precision strike uh, top dial, so on 50. Yeah. I almost think they could have made that second trait like a rally thing. Yeah. Of like, hey. Yeah, that would probably be better, actually. Is there, then at least, because I think if you make it just a free, uh, it's too good, but at least with the condition of having to have like a die or something, you know what I mean? Like some kind of secondary trigger. Yeah, I mean, if you if you get it off once and you get him up to the uh, the energy explosion, you start handing those out. I guess yeah. you can kind of make people come to you. Yeah, but I I just don't see it being that great right now. Or even it was even if it was if he hit this turn, give them a pod token. If they have a pod token, make a free close attack, something like that, just to give them more yeah, of like a, a like a ranged flurry, I guess. Yeah. But no, he's cool. I, I don't I don't hate him. He's probably one of the lesser carnages out of all these. What was that? The lesser carnage? Just he's probably one of the lesser chaser carnages people are gonna want. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of uh the uh death metal supergirl in a way. Yeah, with the like like really cool stuff, but just hard to pull off. Yeah. I forget what tokens she gives, but you get to, like, poison from range. Yeah, it's, like, virus tokens or something like that. Yeah. Um, one thing I just noticed all these chases have is they all have triple target. I did not notice that till just right now. Unless that's a HC Realms goof, but... No, um, so that, I'm looking at the cards, though. That's, that's right. 
All right. Uh, next one is the one that I pulled at our pre-release, which is Carnage Captain America. Uh, as of right now, he has two traits. Uh, first one is the Let There Be Carnage, so we're not going to talk about that too much, but he is 125 points or 50 points. He does target through characters for um, Line of Fire, and his trait as of right now is leadership. When Carnage Captain America uses it, you may place the die on this card. If you do, this turn when a friendly character with the symbiote keyword rolls for Blaze Claw's fangs before rolling, you may choose that their minimum result is equal to the die. If the die is used as a minimum result or at the end of your turn, remove the die. So basically, it's a replacement for Blades. That's all it is. Whatever you roll for leadership, you put it on the card, and if you want to, you can remove it uh, for someone with the symbiote when they use Blaze Claw's fangs. As of right oh. now, that's a trait. I'm assuming it was supposed to be his damage or yeah, his damage power on his first click, but as of right now, it's a trait until they have a round of forehead. I'm really surprised that that's only on if when it gets fixed to being his damage power, which I'm guessing it is. If it's a trait, okay, then what's the damage power? But uh, that's really surprising that it's only on click one. Yeah, I don't know of any other Captain America that has leadership for one click. Uh, I think Captain Venom had something like that where he was really good on the top dial, but then if you hit him once, he did lose it. Does that sound right? That was because if he makes a first attack, all yeah, the other and I think if you play him on low dial, if you tap him, yeah, so that was how Captain Venom was too, where it was the leadership and when another friendly character with the monster keyword attacks, modify his yep. attack plus one um, if Captain Venom attacked this turn. So that is how the old one was made. So it's possible possible uh his other or his attack power is quake steel energy when carnage captain america makes a close attack you may choose an unoccupied square within range and line of fire carnage captain america may target opposing characters with the attack as if they were occupied so basically he has giant reach four if um it's an unoccupied square within range and line of fire so pretty cool uh and then his last one is a defensive power, which is combat reflexes and regen. So he's got regen. He's got steel energy. Uh, you're not playing him at 125 because you're just getting that supposedly leadership power and a 8 hypersonic with a naked 12 attack with defensive power. Uh, you're playing him at 50 and hoping to get up to the um, vampire clicks, I guess we'll kind of call it. But I like him for 50 points. He's a exploit weakness triple target uh, Quake guy. So, he's not bad at all. I like him. And, in my own opinion, I think he's the best looking sculpt of all of the chases. He looks really good. Uh, Carnage Clea. This is another one. Actually, a spoiler alert. This is another one that I pulled from my brick. But, Dan, would you like to take Carnage Clea? Sure. Uh, so, she is 125 or 50 points. So, she's one of the cheaper ones. Uh, she has Mystics, she has the Carnage trait, and then she has a second trait, which is when an opposing character would, would be dealt damage from Clea's Mystics team ability, instead roll a d6 and deal that character damage equal to half the result. So you can deal up to three then. Um, unless you have the Tarot, right? Which then I think you could deal four? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then she has a trait, her entire dial, which is a TK, Psy Blast, and Steel Energy. So... Uh, she starts out with uh, mind control, uh, the special attack power, uh, senses, and probs. That's good. Um, and I think her low dial gets it to 
yeah, her loadout does get it because she's her last four clicks, and then she shifts to force blast uh, her attack power either. Uh, energy shield or region at the end and then perplex so i mean not, she's not bad she's not amazing but i don't think she's bad i mean she's triple target mind uh, control with prob i yeah. think her mystics could actually trigger the uh, let there be carnage trait too because it doesn't say that you have to ko the character mm. with an attack oh uh, yeah it, it totally could yeah if she ko'd something via her mystics and was able to uh well she, she has to be taking damage though for that to work so she might die, but, but yeah, she still has a symbiote keyword. So you might, uh, you might, if you play a full Carnage team, she might die, but you could possibly heal everyone up to their better clicks a little early. True. Or well, even if she gets hit hard, say, but she survives and she deals like three pen to someone, yeah. then them, like yeah, that's that's it. I like that's a neat little interaction. So no, I like it. I think she'll be fun. Uh, definitely, if you're playing a symbiote team and you want some TK, nope, never mind. There's Venom Mag, so uh, not <laughs> well. <laughs> that's monster, not symbiote. That's right. Guys. He's not. I think is he Codex? I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, he's not. Symbiote. That keyword's dead. Yeah. Um, I'll take the next one because I know Ryan will want to take the last one, but Carnage Rocket. Uh, I actually like this guy. He actually gives you your best value at his top dial because he's either 75 or 50 points. Uh, he starts off with running shot, second blast, 18 defense, super senses with a four damage uh, wit. So he does have a double rollout with these senses and the shape change. He has targeting, destroy, blocking terrain, and he has another trait, or he has a let there be kind of trait. And then his other trait is when Carnage Rocket KOs one or more opposing characters, friendly characters with the symbiote keyword, modify their attack and defense by plus one until your next turn. So you're bumping up all your symbiotes, uh, attacks, and defense with that one. And then his last one is an attack power, which is steel energy, but with close or ranged attack. If you play him at 50, you get that power and you get some prob. Uh, but I actually like him at 75 for four damage, 11 second blast, double rollout. Um, I like this guy a lot, actually. Seven range is good and destroys blocking. Yep, seven range, triple target. Would have been cool if they go to give him tiny. But uh, then he might be a little bit too beefy, but he's got great values. His whole. Well, now you can uh, assign dial. the equipment. What was that? Which equipment? Now you can assign equipment to him? Well, I don't know. Pumpkin yeah. bomb? Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. If he's, if because he's, he's not tiny. tiny. Yeah. 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 Target EE. Yeah. That's, that's not bad with him. Or you could give him the uh, Billy Clubs and give him Quad Target. That's not bad. <laughs> Uh, but let's talk about the one that everyone's talking about. Everyone's trying to get high prices for this guy. 300 400 whatever. Sky's the limit. Before we get into that, though, I do want to just do a quick PSA. Um, how do I want to phrase this? <laughs> Price whatever you want for your hero clicks out there. Um, I guess I'll leave it at that. But don't give... I, I guess... I don't know. I, I'm going to leave that stone unturned for now um just well, one one shady ebay sale doesn't necessarily yes. mean that's the value also yes um people are trying to get top dollar for this guy i don't think he's worth the price that people are supposedly buying for him he's really good people want multiples of him. he's kind of the new sky tyrant out there he is a monster so he's got that great keyword he's cosmic also but i think we have to just you know i don't let know if the dust settle and kind of I relax. I, I don't know if I call him the new Sky Tyrant. Sky Tyrant's still, I think, better. Uh, even after, after not the good nerf, anymore. He, nope, Tyrant. he got nerfed. He's not good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You're so full of it, Ryan. 
I think I don't, it's a toss-up. Uh, but anyways, tell us about why Carnage Silver Surfer is going for three hundred plus dollars right now. Uh, so he is a six-range triple target. He is either one seventy-five at his top dial or fifty, which competitively he'll definitely see play at fifty. Um, his he's got some cool values at one seventy-five, but that's just way too many points. He does have improved targeting elevated, and uh, his first speed power is hypersonic. When Carnage Silver Surfer uses it and hits, after resolutions he may make an attack. And then he's got an attack power that he starts with, uh, Pensai, uh, Steel Energy, but with close arranged attacks. So um, the 175, you, are, you aren't playing him at that, but the, uh, the at 50 points he starts with the... Come on. And he's got Cosmic Energy as well. You're starting to click four, I believe it is, right? The click four, yeah, okay. So the uh, it's the special speed power that's the hypersonic and then an extra attack if he hits, and then the steel energy, 11 attack, 14 super senses, uh, three range combat experts. So um, that's pretty good stats for 50 points, and then just being able to heal and then be your main attacker, this is something that you definitely might see two of across the board for sure. And uh, definitely you're going to see a lot more terrain, and having that improved targeting elevated is also going to be pretty big. But yeah, so I mean, the only, the, best. the only downside is he has a 7 speed. That's kind of it, but with the shorter maps, which aren't a, a big that's, thing right now, um, that does hinder him a little deal. bit. Now, one thing that is... Deal. One thing that's kind of rough with this set is that it's never going to see play with only the new design in mind because it's probably rotating out with the last of the higher statted pieces. So some of these lower dials are a little rough with the speeds. I don't know because I feel like War of the Realms was starting to tick down lower and same with uh, most of the stuff this last year. I feel like it ticked down well, a little. forever for sure. War of the Realms I think was just bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna leave that. I'm just gonna leave that dead horse. <laughs> Another rock unturned. Uh, but yeah, he's amazing. Uh, if you pull him, congratulations. Uh, especially if you play competitive, because you will be seeing this guy quite a bit, and he's kind of hard to take down. You got double rollout. Uh, he can heal uh, up to invincible, and he still he keeps also- that uh, attack power and speed power. So he's never. He's not going away anytime soon. He also has improved targeting elevated for some reason, which he already has enough going. I think that elevated for me was what put it over the top. I'm like, huh? I mean, at least he's only going to be having a three range with the hypersonic, so that's at least something. So there should be too oh, yeah, much no, elevation. I get, I get that. I just was still it bewildered my mind. I was like, what is going on over here? Yeah. Uh, but no, those are all the carnages. Very cool uh, carnages. I, I like what they did with them. A uh, few of them I could probably see to be competitive, but uh, overall, just very good design. And for those of you who did not notice, if you did pull a checklist, uh, all of them except for Carnage Silver Surfer have a question mark next to them on the checklist. We don't know why. Some speculate that it's because they are just like a what if they're a comic cover kind of thing, but there are some other theories out there. But if you know, uh, let us know, please. Um, all right, so now we're going to get into the Gwengers, or however you want to call it. The first one we have is Ghost Spider 2099. 75 points, 4 range, 
She's got two traits. First one is at the beginning of the game, roll a d6 and give Ghost Spider 2099 a number of vigilance tokens equal to the result. Free, remove a vigilance token to move Ghost Spider 2099 up to her speed value. So potentially she could move six for free, kind of like a uber sidestep, so not bad at all. And that's at the beginning of the game, so you can't do it uh, more than once. And then the one trait they all have is the Agwengers, which is when Ghost Spider 2099 hits after resolutions, you may move all friendly characters with this trait up to one square. So again, they have another uh, pseudo sidestep, and she can also do that for herself as well. So if she hits, she can just do like a halvesy sidestep. And then her damage power is Shape Change, Outwit, when Ghost, Rider or Ghost Spider uses Charge and succeeds, or uses Outwit and targets an opposing character after resolutions, give her a Vigilance token. Uh, she's okay. She's a nice little tie-up piece. Uh, she just kind of bounces all over the map, but I don't think she's that good. She's fun to play, but I don't think she's that good. I don't know that you can move her up to her speed value for free. That's pretty good. If you roll a six. or No, it's just you get vigilance tokens and you just remove one and move her up to her speed value. Oh, I didn't read that part. I read the first part of that. Free remove vigilance token to move Ghost Rider 29 up to speed. Okay, yep, okay. Problem That's is she doesn't have any kind of breakaway, so you would still have to break away for that. Yeah, I mean... Because I'm thinking that, of, like, is it the common that has ignore character bases? Like, if she had that, then I think she'd be a lot more be better. Oh, yeah, about. I'm just saying there's, there's enough ways if you want to give her, like, plasticity. That's I mean, there's plenty of cheap objects that you can give her plasticity with. So I don't really think that that's bad. Like, no, she's not amazing, but I don't know. For, like, a pseudo-alpha strike piece, she's pretty good. Yeah, I think a lot of these Gwen uh, chases, it's just going to come down to the point value. They do some cool stuff, but they're just costed a little high to be competitive. Yeah, I, I, I get that for competitive. I just don't necessarily think she's like a bad piece. No, she'll she's fun for sure, and uh, she offers some some cool stuff. Um, who wants to take Hawk Gwen? Uh, I like her. Go ahead. Um, so this is the Hawkeye Gwen. She has a seven range with three targets, Spider-Man TA. She's uh, 75 points. She's got, uh, that's her only uh, point value. She's got an eight running shot, 12 special attack power, which is free. Choose one to use this turn. Energy explosion, in cap, pensai, or precision strike. That's on most of her clicks. And then she's got an 18 ESD and enhancement. Uh, now she's got willpower traded, and when she hits at resolutions, you get action total plus one this turn, um, which anytime you can add an action total is pretty good, and all she has to do is hit with a 12 attack, 7 range, which is uh, th in three bolts. So she's actually, I think, one of the better ones. I don't hear anyone talking about her, but I think she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you get a couple of options with uh, your attack power. The triple and, uh, target, she does... explosion, psychic blast, precision strike. I mean, that's amazing right there. Yeah, those are all good things. And all you have to do is hit, and now all of a sudden you have action total plus one. She's got the willpower to possibly keep going. She yeah. takes a little damage. She ends up on super senses, and then she's a uh, Spider-Man TA. So um, if she's on any of her last three clicks, she's a four through six super sense. So, And, I mean, how many times do you want that one extra action because you can take out another figure and she can help with that. So, yeah, I do think she's one of the better Gwen Javers. 
And again, yeah, the, I, she's probably my favorite, I think, of the Gwen. Yeah. Jesus. And and the fact of that she only has to hit. And I mean, she's getting precision strike, which makes, I feel like that makes so many options. Yeah. You can just energy explode with three targets, seven range. I mean, oh yeah, all you have to do is hit and there's plenty of options to help you hit. Yeah. Or Hey, so, yeah. give her the Billy clubs and give her four targets. I'll be saying that a lot. <laughs> um, we'll get into Maybe if we have time today, we'll get into the objects as well. Um, Dan, why did you take the, I always have a hard time with these names, the Inguenable Hulk. All right, so she is 125 or 75. So she has Spider-Man TA. Uh, she's got two traits and a special defense power, which the defense power is on clicks one through five and then on click nine. Um, so all these chases, for context, uh, they can all come in on their last click via Gwen, the common or the uncommon from the set. So um, that's pretty cool, especially for this one, because like, she comes in on her last click as an 8, 12, 18, 5 with close combat expert. So she's 13 for 6. Just throwing that out there for anyone. That... <clears throat> uh, but her first trait is the is the flurry, and then during the first attack of an opponent's turn, if the Inguinable Hulk is not a target, modify the attacker's attack and damage minus 1. That's pretty big. Uh, it's That first attack is usually like kind of make or break during your turn. So I think that this is that's pretty cool that she can just if I'm you're not shooting me, there's a there's a problem. So uh, and then she, her second trait is the uh, the Gwenger's one, and then her defense power is impervious, and then uh, she can reduce penetrating damage, and it is also protected outwit, so you're not getting around that unless you have a special way to do it. So, uh, but she's just your she's just a charge piece. Otherwise, she's charged super strength, uh, the defense power, and then close combat expert for most of her dial, and then she shifts to sidestep quake. Invincible and Battle Fury, and then, I, like I said, that last click is the charge, super strength, defense power, and close combat expert. I think she's good. I think she'll see a lot more play from, honestly, from Gwen, and coming in on that last click, because being able to come in on that last click and just annihilate someone could really swing the game, but that's just yeah. my thought on that, but I, I don't I don't think she's bad. Unlike the Carnage chases, not being able to heal up to their higher point values kind of hurts them. Yeah, that does hurt. I just even her at seventy five doesn't seem that terrible, just because that trait of modifying the attack and damage minus one is pretty big. That I do like, yeah. Especially with perplex not being able to modify damage anymore, like suddenly um, you you only have say I only have three damage, I'm only doing two damage. That can mm-hmm. change things quite a bit. Then having to plan your first attack uh, that you take to either try to burn it so that uh, you don't have to worry about that also, too, kind of messes with people. Yeah. And just, well, okay, and I'm sorry. She also has just traded Flurry, so she's a charged Flurry piece. I, I totally missed that. She's a lot better than I, th- I thought. She was just like, she's making potentially two attacks every time she attacks. So Yeah, so coming off that Gwen, the 13 for 6 is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's uh, the the traded flurry is great, especially with the knockback with the super strength. Uh, well, you you only want to knock them back after if you can land the second flurry. <laughs> now, can you you they wouldn't take the knockback off the first flurry, right? You get to choose. You get so, to choose. Like if you have them backed up against the wall or something, you can flurry hit knockback. They would take the, that extra damage, and then you could still flurry them because they're still adjacent. 
But they but wouldn't they take would... two knockbacks? You couldn't flurry knockback into a wall, flurry knockback into a wall? No. No, no you can. Yeah, you can. If Wait. They're still adjacent? Yeah. Oh, no, but they would get knocked. I thought they'd get knocked back before the second flurry. Yeah, but if they're if there's a wall behind them and they can't move, then they're still adjacent for the next flurry. Yeah, but... I think he's asking if they weren't in that situation. No, no, would... I was saying if they were pinned up against a wall, could you flurry knockback them twice? Yeah. yeah, each flurry, if you hit, you have to choose after you hit and they take damage if you want to knock back or not. Okay. So if there wasn't and that would fly them away from you, then you're obviously not picking it with the first attack. Gotcha. All right, next one we have is G- Captain Gwen Murica. This is five range, double target, 75 points or 35 points. She has two traits, which is the Gwenjers. And another one, which is leadership, when Captain Gwen America uses it and succeeds, she may also remove an action token from a character that shares a keyword with her from anywhere on the map. So, um, worldwide leadership, basically. And then she has uh, speed power, charge, running shot, and stealth. So for 75 points, you are getting a 19 defend, 3 damage outwit with precision strike. And then for 35 points, you're getting a 10 precision strike, 18 defend, and 3 damage outwit. I like her. She's a good defend piece. I think she's a little bit better than, um, well, maybe not as better, but she's kind of um, Captain Carter-esque, but for Spider-Man family. Well, Anytime I see a 19 defend, I think automatically you're putting that shield on her, though, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and she's got a 35-point line, and that's cheap leadership, and you still get all of her other powers that she starts on her top line with. Like, her stats are a little reduced, but, I mean, you're actually only losing that that 19 defense. You're still getting an 18 defend, so. Yeah, and with Spider-Man family keywords and soldiers, even Avengers, that's not terrible. Yeah, exactly. So I think she's... I actually think she'll see a lot of play. She's got... The two be- two of the best speed powers you can get, charge running shot, and she also has stealth just to throw that up there just so she's having you're having a harder time shooting her while she's moving up. So Yeah, I don't think she's bad. No, because that's a great leadership power too, so Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could I could see her getting play for sure at thirty five. I don't think yeah. the seventy five point is cool to use the defend. I think it's just too many points to go into a defend piece that doesn't get much better than the thirty five points beyond that. Yeah, that was my thought about it was mainly because she doesn't get uh, any like substantial bonuses past that nineteen defend on her higher line. Yeah. Uh Dan, is this the Gwen that you just purchased? No, it's the next one. Okay, so Ryan, why don't you take this one? Uh, the Iron Gwen? Iron Gwen, yes. Uh, she is 100 points, and she has 6 range, 1 bolt, Spider-Man TA. She's got an 8 running shot, 11 pensai, 18 invulnerability, and 4 special damage power. Probability control when Iron Gwen uses it. After all rerolls and replacements, increase in, or decrease the attack roll result by plus 1 or minus 1. Um, and then she's got the trait keyboards creating synthesized harmonies free choose one to use until your next turn empower enhancement or perplex and then the aguendra's trait that they all have so 100 points is a lot um so i don't think that this is probably one of the ones you're not grabbing um there's pieces that do her special damage power that are way cheaper (laughs) and better so yeah like it's you it's basically saturnine sort of i mean you get the the prop too don't get me wrong but 
I, yeah. So yeah, I don't think this one is is as good as some of the other ones. So and 100 points is just so much. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all right, Dan, take uh, Gwen, goddess of thunder. All right, so this is this is this is Gwen Thor. So she is either 85 points or 55 points. Uh, in competitive, you're probably only playing her in 55. Um, but I do like that she starts off with invincible on her high dial too. Uh, so she has two traits and then a special attack power. She is Spider-Man family, so she does get super senses on a six. Uh, her first trait is pulse wave when she uses it. Friendly characters gain safeguard pulse wave during this action. So uh, you can just run her in there, pulse wave, and not have to worry about your friendlies taking damage, which is amazing. Uh, and then she has the same uh, Gwendra's trait, and then she has a special attack power on clicks one through four, which is precision strike knockback. So she has pulse wave precision strike, which is one of the best versions of pulse wave you can have because genesis and apocalypse are not a fan of that so she is five range so it's a little low but she still has flight uh i i think she's great and she has full dial prob so yeah she's a fun piece and she's a little a bit nice more reasonable at 85 85 great stats prob pulse wave i mean they like the variant Thors in this set because I think the Carnage Thor was good and I think the Gwen Thor is also good. Yeah, I yeah. never thought I'd get two Thors in a Spider-Man set, so I was just like, what? Okay, they snuck this one in on me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was really happy to pick her up today. I was like, oh, cool. But, uh, done and done because I, I think she's going to go up in price, honestly, uh, especially once things rotate and change. I don't. I think she's only going to get better. Sure. Yeah, definitely for 55 points, I think she could see play in uh, competitive. Oh, because she's got Avengers, she's got Asgardian, she's got Spider-Man Family, so she's got three like good keywords. I, I would say two for sure good keywords. Um, the third one's up to interpretation. but So yeah, overall, I do like the chases in the set. The Gwenivers seem a little out of place. I guess I wouldn't have mind... Like if they did six Carnage chases and six Venom chases, because we kind of got duped on Venom, to be honest. We got the one uncommon, and that's it, correct? I mean, we have a symbiote. But, no, they did, um, they did Venom Thanos, which was cool. Venom like Thanos, neat. yeah. But yeah, they did They did my boy kind of dirty there. They they reduced him to a common. He couldn't even like, the rest of the Sinister Syndicate are all rares and or up. And he's like, eh, I'm just a common. It's fine. And he doesn't he's even not... have, like, traded shape change. They didn't give him any kind of shape change. I thought that was kind of he a is in the, the starter. He is in the starter. Yeah. Okay. His starter version is interesting. The, I mean, I like the common. Like, it's it's not, like, meta playable, but uh, he's going to heal a lot if you you're playing. You have to deal with him, yeah, especially yeah. in sealed. Yeah. All right, those are the chases. Overall, very happy with them. Uh, real quickly, Ryan, which ones did you pull out of your eight bricks? Now, I do believe from what you told us, only two of your bricks did not have chases. Um, I I stopped paying attention to... I do think that the Gwens come together and the Carnages come together when they do come two per, uh, per case. Um, but I got uh, Carnage Thor, Carnage Iron Man, Carnage Rocket, Carnage Surfer, and then the Inguinable Hulk and Gwen, Goddess of Thunder. 
Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard of too many bad bricks. I know there is a double vulture brick out there that's really bad. I think it's that's why I don't have any vultures. Yeah, they're all, they're all in there. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's like it's two vultures. I forget what else, but there's no chase, and I don't think a prime either. Maybe I think some at least some of them came with primes. I don't remember which prime it was though, and I, th- yeah. I think it was the rare. One thing I have noticed is I haven't seen a lot of dupe cases yet, or bricks. Which is good. Well, that's the nice thing about having 12 chases is because they have to mix it up. Usually yeah. with there's only eight cases, then there's only eight versions of stuff to get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I do like the chase theme in this set. All right. Uh, last thing we're going to talk about is the legacy cards. I'll be honest. I've been public about this. Not a big fan of the legacy card selections for this set. Uh, I feel like there are many, many other bed are better um options for this i'm not sure who's the legacy card guy over at whiz kids but um, i don't think he did a very good job or her she did a very good job because most of the people that they picked are spider-man but they all just have leap climb and that's it some of them do have traits that help them out but overall i gotta say i was disappointed with the selection so first off we have the 001 spider-man this one is from i don't know what set i can't remember Probably it's from Legacy. Is this a Legacy one? Is it the backpack one? Uh, hold on, let me try to. Find no, this it. is the lamppost one. Oh, this oh, is from lamp- Secret Invasion. Secret, uh, okay. The very the as someone called it the McDonald's toy Spider Man. <laughs> looks so stupid. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, this is from uh, Secret Invasion. So he's forty points. His trait is charge. When Spider Man hits after resolution, give a hit target an action token, which so basically in cap. And then he has super strength and precision strike. Uh, he starts with nine at leap climb. Yeah, he's just... I don't know why you are going to play this guy. Nope. Um, next. Next. Cloak and Dagger intrigues me a little bit, to be honest. I did pull this legacy card. I do have this character. Uh, 65 points, 6 range, double target. Ignores hindering for targeting. Has a trait. When Cloak and Dagger attacks one or more character opposing characters occupying hindering terrain, so that means they have to be in hindering, the opposing character has to be in hindering terrain, modify their damage by plus two. So they would get a five damage psychic blast by that. Uh, and then if they, when the Cloak and Dagger occupy hindering terrain, modify their defense by plus two. The only problem with that is they start with ESD, so they can't have a plus four to their defense. They just get the max three at plus three, so they would be a 20 from range. So the fact that they're... Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I got the one part wrong. It's not damage, it's attack. So they would have 11 attack, not a five damage. So, I mean, at least the good thing is if, if you outwit their ESD, there's still a plus two, so there's still like a 19, either like at their lowest. Plus. Yeah, or perplex them down. There's still like perks to it. Yes. But yeah. So, and the thing, yeah, because I was thinking they have they have to occupy clear terrain. So and they have traded or they have stealth on their speed power. So it's like, all right, if I'm going to sit out here, I'm at least getting a bonus for this. Yeah, uh, their speed power, hypersonic, and stealth. When cloak and digger hit a single opposing character, occupying him terrain until your next turn, the hit character can't be targeted by opposing characters. So that means the opposing characters can't target them with perplex, prob, um. I guess enhancement and that wouldn't work because that's not targeting, that's just adjacent. So that stuff would still work. So basically it's just perplex and prob. Um, I'm sure there's some other well, powers no, out there. Attacks also. Right. Yeah. 
Wait, you, what? you can't do anything. That's attacks also. They just can't be targeted. But in addition to not being able to be attacked, it's also things like perplex and outwit and all that. Uh, support. Problem. Support. What do you mean by attacks? I'm confused there. Wait. Until your next turn, the hit character can't be targeted by opposing characters. So friendly characters oh, can't sorry. target them with perplex or prob. That's or support. Yeah, I read it wrong. Nope, I read I mean, it that, wrong. That's still pretty big. You hit their, like... You suddenly hit Saki, and now he can't get any bennies from his buddies. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, so that's prob and perplex. Support. Some other things, too. Support. Yeah. Um, and then their attack power is energy explosion, precision strike, when cloak and dagger occupy clear terrain and KO an opposing character after resolution, heal them two clicks. Uh, so that's not bad either. So... Can you still hypersonic energy explosion, or could you never do that? No, could never no, do the that. Precision okay, so, strike would work. So that sucks. Um, I mean, so granted that does suck, but they could park in that hindering, and then energy explosion, uh, either precision strike or energy explosion psych. Or no, sorry, that's on the speed power or the attack power. So yeah. So, There's also only one click where you have that together, I think. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm, just, I'm just thinking if you park in hinder, if you, you just kind of like park in hindering and chill there, yeah. uh, it's it's something you're able to do. So, so I think they're a fun piece. Uh, it's an actual gorgeous sculpt. If you haven't seen it in person, it's not the one on the card. This is the one I want to say from Secret Invasion. Also, yes, it is. Um, great sculpt. You definitely knew it was in your booster when you picked it up. Uh, all right, I think this is a legacy Spider-Man. Uh, this guy is just trash. <laughs> um, Thirty points. Actually, I'll, uh, Dan, why don't you take this one? I took the last two. Are we not? Are we not covering yeah, take, Peter the Hunter for trash one? Uh, he's. I'm going off of HC Realms, and Peter the Hunter is not on HC Realms. Okay, so yeah, someone else take Peter the Hunter, who doesn't work right now. Wait, wait. He's in the the whole the whole sets in the unit section. Oh, I'm looking in the forum. That's where I'm at. Oh, right yeah. The whole, the whole sets in the unit section. Okay, but tell us about the non-working Peter the Hunter. Okay, so yeah, unfortunately, Peter the Hunter doesn't technically work right now, or at least his traits don't work. You can still play him. He's 50 points. He's both Sinister Syndicate and Spider-Man Family. Uh, he has two traits. Um, so the first one is the bystanders printed on this card are Kravenoffs regenerate a Kraven off bystander that hasn't already been generated this game. And then a second trait is at the beginning of your turn, gain mission points equal to the number of trophy tokens Peter the Hunter has. But he can't generate trophy tokens in any form or fashion, so there's that problem. So he'll have to get an errata to fix that. Um, I don't remember how he generated them before. I think it was when he KO'd things, but I don't remember how. Um, so he's a 7 charge, 11 blades, 17 combat reflexes and three damage exploit with a five range uh he's kind of meh but he's interesting for mission points i guess because he's cheap and he could his bystanders are really good so like elisha craven's a sidestep outwit with 18 defense um what was this anna Kravenoff is a flurry precision strike the uh sasha is a stealth range combat expert and then uh, Vladimir is charge and blades toughness, so they're like they're good bystanders, and he can generate them for free. So being able to just walk up on somebody and then generate like a flurry piece or an outwit piece is good. Um, so he's he's interesting. I just they it'll how he can generate mission or how he gets trophy tokens, then 
makes his mission points better or worse, I guess. But we don't know until they fix that. Yeah, this is just a big old goof by um, Whiskids. <laughs> like, how do you how do you not put the thing that makes him what he does on the card? I, I haven't seen the card in person. Did you pull this one, Ryan? Um, I threw all mine in the trash because they were all Moreland. <laughs> like, uh, I, like, is it just a big one. blank no. page on his card? Because I know he's a he's a book. So I feel oh, like I there's a lot of space actually. on that card that is just blank, which should have that text. But anyways, yeah, he doesn't work currently right now, but they will make that errata eventually. It just stinks that it's an errata you're going to have to remember and not see on the card unless they... I know they've done in the past, long time ago, where they actually did it. They messed up on a common Batman. I believe it was from Trinity War, and they actually gave all the LGAs copies of that Batman, the new updated card to give to all the players, but I don't think they do that anymore. Uh, but Ryan, you like this guy, Frogman. Uh, this is actually, I have the terrible luck with legacy cards. I get all the ones and doubles of stuff that I don't want, and then ones that I actually have or do want, I just don't pull. But I both have Frogman and got Frogman, so I'm pretty excited to play him. He is down to 30 points. He has a Spider-Man TA, no range, uh, 10 speed with Leap Climb, no attack power, 17 toughness on his defense, and only one damage. Uh, all of his stuff is really going to become uh, coming from knockback, which he's got traded uh, not here to steal your thunder sidestep. When Frogman uses it and moves after resolutions, he may knock back an adjacent opposing character in a direction of your choice. And uh, Frogman and adjacent friendly characters can't be knocked back, which that alone is pretty big. Um uh, if he's on a Spider-Man family team, a lot of them are only super senses, so stopping that from happening is pretty big. Uh, his other trait is Fighting Crime My Way, Force Blast. Force Blast is free once per turn when Frogman knocks back an opposing character, and that character's knockback path was two squares or less. After resolutions, you may give that character an action token. Uh, so, yeah, all of his stuff is really going to be coming from Knockback, which I think is a pretty cool character. They did a really good job of making him and bringing him modern. Yeah, I feel like the last one left the board somehow. I never pulled this one, this guy. You had to, like, move and end adjacent. And uh, one thing that they did take away is that you cannot damage your own characters with him now. Ah. Uh. But I don't think he actually left the board. This is actually one of the... Or is that your Grasshopper? That Someone left the board. I remember that. It was either him or Grasshopper. Uh, but I digress. But yeah, I think he's cool for 30 points. He's an Avenger too. So if Avengers start making a leeway, definitely giving people... Um, he, he's kind of a pinger with that Force Blast for free. So he's got the 10 Leap Climb, so he can just run up to somebody, Force Blast it, and they're dead. Um, you could you know, get a... Um, flash off his top dial. If Q Prime was still a thing, he's a Q Prime killer because you can just ping him off into the um, a wall or off the map. So I think he'll see his fair share of play in modern for sure. Well, yeah, and don't forget too. Like if he, all he has to do is move up ten with his leap climb, and if he sidesteps, then all he has to do you have to move. But 
after resolutions, you just knock back an adjacent opposing character in any direction. So you get one knockback there, ah. and then you also get your free force blast. So you can take out without rolling dice any two click character with no reducers. Yeah, so you could. He's a flash killer actually with that. Yeah, he's he's very good. Yeah, <laughs> I like him a lot actually. Uh, but the next one then is everyone talking about. It's another big daddy carnage from ha- not Hammer Thor, the Mighty Thor. Is back. Are we? Are we? Are we skipping people? We we've missed a few here. Then it's. Let me go to the unit section because then the realms is missing a bunch in their forums, which is weird because that's usually well, they, where they put all of them. Lex Nexus. I I'm sorry. Hey. I don't like their format. I just don't. They, 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 the unit section's actually like up to date. I did, I helped with the coding, so like I know it's actually okay, in there. Yeah. I just oh. I don't like Lex Nexus. Nothing against the guy. Or whoever uh, does it, but it's just it's, I'm not a fan of it. Oh, it's because Moreland was at the bottom of the list for the forum, uh, not the yeah, next one. It, it might have just been yeah, because I think they just got put in in like when people entered them, not actually in sequential order. Yeah, it's the the way I view HC Realms and Nexus is like it's Mac and PC. I've been using the Realms for the past 15 years, and I don't want to switch and learn something new. Uh, but. Uh, I kind of want Ryan you to talk about Moreland just because you pulled three of this guy's legacy card, but I won't um, do that to you. I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll take him. Okay, right. go ahead. So he's like heavily overcosted. So he's 150 points. God, he's yeah. so bad. <laughs> like if they had made him like 100 points, oh, like, he's okay, okay, so bad. <laughs> so he's uh he's got two traits and a special speed power. So his first trait is uh it's he's he's still a vampire. So he starts on click four. And then when he hits, give character or give a hit character an imprint token. So click four is charge, super strength, impervious, and four damage and power. And then his second trait is steel energy. Uh, when Moreland uses it, he may heal past the starting line. And then po- poison, when Moreland uses it and damages one or more opposing characters after resolutions, he may heal one click and heal past the starting line. So he's got two ways to heal past the starting line, which I don't think is bad. Um, I actually like that. And having poison makes you not want to base him. So... Uh, and then his speed power is on clicks 5 through 8. It's phasing, teleport, plasticity, and then free. Place Moreland adjacent to a character that has or with an imprint token. After resolutions, remove the imprint token. So that's pretty good for him able to just poof over to someone. It doesn't have to be within range or line of fire. So I would think that's pretty good. Um, but again, he's he's just he's a vampire, and they they should have made him cheaper. Uh, like he ramps up really cool. Like to his top click is 11, 13, 19 and six damage. But the you're you getting there is, is not very good. Cause he, again, he starts with impervious. Uh, if he had any other way to like help him survive, I would say like a, like a rollout besides impervious would be helpful here. Cause he's a vampire. Give him stealth. Like, well, that's no, it. He's not, He's not a traditional vampire. He's different. So, like, that wouldn't be accurate, like, I guess in comics, but whatever. Uh, but he gets stealth he, at the last click, he, so that's why I'm saying. He gets it right before he dies. Yeah, I know. He up 150 <laughs> points. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I don't know. I just, that was my thought. It was that he just, like, if he was 100 points, I mean. He'd still be yeah. trash. <laughs> even <laughs> 50 <laughs> less points. Even still 75. Bad. I guess, I guess 75. I just. I can I can understand if like if he was able to ramp up to that like top click, you're like, oh yeah, this this is gonna hurt. 
But no, I, I forgot who we were talking about last week, but we were talking about someone where it was Moreland, where uh, or not Moreland, uh, Morbius. That if you gave Morbius the black symbiote, he could heal two using steel energy because it just says when he uses steel energy. This is different because it says steel energy when Moreland uses it. So he could not use that benefit. He would just heal the one, correct? Um, I think it was the wording on the actual symbiotes, wasn't it? That th- made it okay? What was that? Because So with this, because it says steel energy, when Moreland uses it, you have to use his version of steel energy to actually yep. heal. Yeah. But I think it says on the on the symbiote, doesn't it say when the character uses steel energy or something like that? I'm trying to look it up right here. Yeah, it does. It, uh, it, it does. It's when they use steel energy. So yeah, then, so the thing is, is could that he, you could he you heal two or just one. the one? You'd heal two, but okay. you're, now yep. you're paying 160 points for a piece of trash. But yeah. also, you're giving him stealth, so that helps him out yeah. a little bit. It does, it does put him on the hypersonic invincible, so it you're not doing it. Maybe in a very very casual game, you're doing it. No, I think we just broke Morlin. Yeah, um, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> See me, I'd be like, I'm just gonna put the warlock on him. Now, if he him. was 75 points, like Dan said, and you could pull that off and then get a 10 hypersonic, 12 precision strike, 18 invincible, five damage. Yes, but for twice that, you're not doing that. I think yeah. that I think that's always tough with like vampire dolls because honestly, the I I know this is like probably not going to be a popular opinion, but I think they did Morbius really well in this set. Like he's cheap enough, yeah, that he's like worth like okay yeah uh he doesn't start off amazing but like his ramp up is good enough for like a 50 point character you're like that's good if you can get in there well and he, at so, least he has exploit we exploit weakness Moreland has enhanced or uh, empowered yeah <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> he's trash well I, I that's that's my thinking is like the vampire dolls I, I feel like they always struggle with like I feel like they overcost them because they're like, well, but they can get to this. And I'm like, yeah, but that's like a really risky maneuver. And usually they're close combat pieces. They're not healing from range. So, yeah. And again, again, it's like you have a carnage silver surfer in this set that is a pseudo vampire in and of themselves and is just flat out better for 50 points. Here's so, what I think they needed to do. Go ahead, 175 Ryan. surfer to 150 Moreland in the stats. Like you're still playing that surfer over him, even if even at 150, if you got to play him at top dial Moreland, you yeah. would probably still rather play the Carnage surfer at 175. Oh yeah, like any day of the week because surfer has outwit protection and all of his other shenanigans that he has. Yeah. Versus, versus Moreland doesn't have flight, even though he's hypersonic, and. So, like, if you move him up in elevation, he's just stopping. Oh, he yeah. doesn't even have flight. No, oh, he's so bad. He's the he lamest a... vampire ever. Well, because he's not, like, a... Oh, okay. He's just not a traditional vampire. Like, he's... There was... I don't know. I don't know. It's the, too the long. is very cool. It's yes. very sad that he's so bad. Yes. yes. I think he had, like, the wound tokens or something like that, too, when he first came out. So, that's not even a part of him anymore. Uh, I, the one change I think that they could have made that maybe would have made him a little bit more playable is just give him traded flurry. 
because then at least he's healing up a little bit faster. When you get that forever printed uh, thing off, like you jump across the map, you flurry, you heal up two more, it makes him a little bit more playable, but they just had to give him something yeah, to I make him. anything wrong with that. And it looks like he's flurrying right on his sculpt right there. Yeah. Or well, because there's I, so I, much it, Spider-Man family in here, you know, he gets plus one to all values when he targets someone with the Spider-Man uh, keyword or something. It's just well, and it, well, his old version also got the uh, what are they called? He got the the slash marker or whatever. Slash markers, yeah. So like he got some, like he just dealt free damage when he hit that or gave someone to that. So uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, we have talked about him more than he deserves. Yeah, it's just he's one of those that was like he was really cool when he first came out, and it, they they didn't do him as much justice as I thought they would. When I saw, I was like, oh, they're doing Marlin, okay. Yeah. Um, just to get back on track, because I am now using the unit section in HC Realms, let's talk about Stiltman, Mr. 49 points, whatever that means. There's got to be some sort of inside joke there. But he has Rally 6. Remove uh, any number of Stiltman Rally's dice to add up to two leg extensions per Rally dice. He has another trait, which is Stiltman starts the game with two leg extension tokens. When Stiltman takes damage for each click this dial would be turned, you may choose to instead remove a leg extension dial. So let's say you have two leg extension um, markers. You take three damage. You can remove two of those to take one damage instead. And then his other one is going up. Stiltman can use the following effects based on the number of leg extensions on, on him. Two or more giant damage symbol, four colossal damage, and six modify combat values by plus one. So kind of cool. And then lastly, his attack power free. If Stiltman is colossal damage symbol, choose an opposing character that attacks Stiltman or damaged a friendly character since your last turn. If you do, place him in a square. They can make a close attack target the chosen character, then do so. So he's kind of got um, colossal retail if he has four or more leg extensions. He's a fun piece. That's pretty much it. Nothing crazy about him um i will be interesting if they do come out with some sort of a rata for that 49 points we thought it was a height joke like maybe he was four foot nine in the comics but he's not uh i don't know where they got the 49 point value from so we'll see if we get some sort of explanation but that is it for mr Stiltman. um dan why don't you take the uh, not the colossal carnage but the regular carnage so this guy's actually kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Crap. Sorry, I was multitasking. I made a nice deal on uh, international exchange. So <laughs> Swiss bank accounts and. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Uh, so this is you're talking about the O eighty seven, right? Yes. So he is fifty points. I don't know where he's from, but for some reason he has the Spider Man TA, which is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, so he has super sense down to six, and he has uh, a, his trait, which is Carnage modifies his attack and defense plus one for each opposing or adjacent opposing character when Carnage makes. Uh... Oh, this is the ultimate Carnage. Oh, okay. So when Carnage makes a close attack, oh, I wonder if this is like Peter Parker when he was. Or no, it's it says it's Cletus. Uh, whatever. When Carnage makes a close attack, he may target all adjacent opposing characters. If Carnage can use Blaze Claws, he may do so while targeting multiple characters and rolls a separate D6 for each hit character. So for 50 points, he's got uh, Leaf Climb, Blades, Toughness, uh, and Perplex. 
I like the surfboard on this guy. Oh, just because yeah. hypersonic blades plus targeting all people is really good. Um, he's in, he's interesting. I, I don't. He's not. I don't think he's bad. He's cheap enough, so he's like your he's your alpha striker. Throw up into a group of people and just hit them all for blades because you'll have a thirteen attack. Yeah, you can't ignore him, and he's decently long dialed, so you have to really hit him. I mean that that six attack on his last click is pretty juicy, though. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, it'll be at least a nine if he's if he's next to three people. So there's that. Nines are good. But yeah, I do like this guy. The uh, he has a rollout. He can dish out damage like crazy. He has like a bit of a gamble because you do have the uh, blades. But if you're able to target three people, it's three separate blades roll. And barring bad luck, you should at least do a little bit of a damage to everybody down there. But no, I like this guy a lot actually. Once the surfboard retires, though, I don't like him so much though. Uh, I like him. With Kazar, actually, though. Yeah, still. That's true. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Kazar is a monster. No, Kazar. No, you'd have to make him a Rocco. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would, no, he's I would, animal. That's right. I would. No, he's, well, he's also a warrior. So I would do that. I would do the the, the cheat on this. This would, That could be kind of fun. I don't know. Because then I would give him, like, uh, the Venom symbiote instead, and then give him Seal Energy and Stealth. So. Yeah. No, overall, I do like this guy. Um, all right, we got three more. We got the Spider-Man. This is, I believe, the backpack Spider-Man. I'm not positive. No, this is, no, this is the this is like the the eight-armed Spidey. Oh, that's right. Um, so this one, I believe, was from Infinity Challenge. Uh, so he is 40 points. He's got movement elevation. He's got two traits. Steel energy. When Spider-Man makes a close attack, you may instead roll four dice instead of two. Then after any re-rolls and dice replacements, choose two of the dice to ignore. So kind of a cool little uh, mechanic there. And then his other trait is shape change. When Spider-Man uses it after resolutions, you may place him in an adjacent square. Problem is, all he has is leap climb. So, and in cap. And two damage. So he sucks. I was really hoping that this guy was going to get a uh, a new mold, the six arm yeah. Spidey. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I was on. Well, it it's weird because like there, I feel like a lot of the really really good like spider related characters were either like LEs or like super high rarity pieces. Yeah. So it's it's one of those where like I get why they didn't do some of those because they're probably like really hard to get. So I don't know. Like I don't really hate this. Uh, set list of legacy cards at the same time but uh, they are somewhat underwhelming him and man spider were two big wants i i wanted them to make new molds of i would oh oh yeah you're saying just make like an entirely new figure yeah 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 yeah. no this this guy and Morlin are probably like the worst legacy cards like they're just trash like it, it's a two damage oh, no, no 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 try the next one you'll, you'll... Oh, that's right. We have uh, 2099 Spider-Man, which they honestly should have used the newer version, not this one. This one sculpts super cool, but again, it's just a leap climb Spider-Man that doesn't do anything. Was the was the one that picked up Thor's hammer a chase, or was that just like a super rare? Which one was that? Uh, I think he... Oh, I don't remember where he was from. The other 2099 one? 
Yeah, I think he was a. He was a super rare. I just don't know what set he's from. Oh, he's from uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Ah, yeah, he was much better. I didn't know that was Thor's hammer, Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, well, but, he well because the the speed part or the damage part says worthy to pick or to wield Mjolnir. So gotcha. But no, uh, that's the one they should have picked. Uh, this one has a great sculpt though. But uh, sixty-five points. You got leap climb, blades, and senses. Two damage. Two traits. First one, Spider-Man takes dam when Spider-Man takes damage from an attack. From an opposing character, after resolutions, give him a vision token. The first time each game Spider-Man would be KO'd, you may instead remove all of his vision tokens. If you do, turn him to click eight and heal him one click for each removed. Not bad, not horrible, but if you look at his end dial, he is a six six thirteen two or a seven seven fourteen two. So not good at all. He does have traded probability control, and when Spider-Man uses it, an additional time. Or he may use it an additional time for each vision token he has. When he does, immediately modify his combat values by plus one until your next turn. Again, cool, but <laughs> I, <laughs> he has no I, move so and attack. So the thing is, if they made him like forty points and removed the modify the combat values, I think, and just made him like, hey, I'm a super prob piece. I think that would have been fine. Honestly. How about just sidestep on all of these? Yeah, and he has to take damage to get the vision token. Wait, he does? Yeah. Oh, I thought he just... Wait. When oh, Spider-Man could... takes damage from an opposing character, oh, give God. him an... out. So he's going to... he's By that time, he's going to have an eight attack. And if you can... Let's say you get three vision tokens. He's a seven, seven, 14 for two. Like, the only way to make this guy work is a ton of support. Yeah, that's not that's pretty awful. Like Morlin and these last two Spider-Man are just god awful. Give them traded charge, traded something like you said, traded shape or um sidestep something. Sidestep, yeah, anything for movement. Give him a reducer I'm, if he's gonna if he has to take damage in order to use the vision thing. Give him traded toughness at least, or that wall crawler trait that or a bunch the, wall of the other ones have. Yeah. It's just I. It just doesn't seem like there was a lot of thought put into these some of these legacy cards. But now let's get into the best legacy card out of all of them. Ryan has to get five of these somehow in order to play competitive. <laughs> uh, but Ryan, talk about the Colossal Carnage. Uh, so they kept him at all of his regular point values. So it's 225, 125, 75, or 10 points, which you're going to see a lot of them at 10 points. He is four range, three bolts, uh, six sidestep. He has a an 11 attack power, blades, claws, fangs. This is his colossal retaliation. Uh, free if no other friendly character has been placed this turn. Choose an opposing character that attacked Carnage or damaged a friendly character since your last turn. Place Carnage such that he can make a close attack that must use Blades, Claws, Fangs, targeting the chosen character, then do so. If you do and hit after resolutions, heal Carnage equal to half the D6 result, and he may heal past his starting line this way. So he does not have to get placed adjacent, which is awesome because um, some of the other ones that they've made come back like Surter, you had to actually physically be adjacent. So him you can still put within that uh that colossal reach of three and, and hit. And that still is a free action. So he can attack after. He does not get to heal off of it, but he can uh make a second attack. Um all for ten points. So he will ten, be yeah, uh, ten points. Back and forth. <laughs> ten points, so bad. 
Um, the one thing that is different about from the old one is he does not make his little bystanders. Yeah, that is the one downside. Um, one thing I did forget was his trait, though, Planet of the Symbiots, which is amazing. Uh, for all characters with this trait, the first time each turn an opposing character would roll for Super Senses, decrease the result by minus one. If Carnage is 75 points or more, when he is KO'd, this effect continues for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably not playing at 75 <laughs> points, uh, maybe in casual, but for 10 points, uh, you're definitely going to be seeing a lot of this guy in competitive. And he's an X-Men. Why not? Uh, well, yeah, and then with the Araco, if he does blades, he's doing a minimum of four damage. Four. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you just could you could just make him Araco. You don't need to go all the way to X-Men, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, this guy is nuts. They always seem to do this, too, with Legacy Scars. They make one nuts one and the other one's meh, and there's a couple that are just complete trash. But the I know thing there's is a lot of complaints about it, but honestly, the old hero clicks need value. And they this do. stuff does that. Hundred percent. Well, I get the I get the, the comment about I under, I agree with your point of old clicks need value. I just thought we were getting away from this like, hey, I can just retail across the map. And See, that was that was I think my only com- like major complaint as to why he was chosen was he was already like a really meta piece the first time around. Mm-hmm. He's a lot easier to kill now. And he's actually like I think less frustrating than uh, his other iterations because you're not spitting out all those pogs all the time. I do think uh, that pieces like this also start making you think: Do I play like a small map and let somebody else go first so yeah. that I have a chance to just you know get over there real quick and take them out? Because it's only a 16 defense. Yeah, so I do think pieces like this just add to more strategy as far as picking a map or going first or playing oh, yeah. theme or something like that. Oh, I agree. That was just my thought was uh, that was my only like, I think like slight gripe was he was like already super meta the fir- his first go round and like now he's basically back in the same position I feel like as when he retired. Um, but I feel like he'll be less frustrating to deal with. That 16 defense is not hard to hit and it's just toughness. He has no shape change. So I'm just going to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he did lose plasticity too. So yep. So he's not tired. Yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not. Hard, he's not locking you down like he used to be. So, but I mean, he's he's cool. He's he's still a colossal with size up and his like retail and stuff. And just the just the reducing super senses is really good in and of itself. Even with and board wide. Yeah, it's not like within a range. Or, yeah, just just that alone. And he has the did he originally have four tar- or three targets? I can't remember if he had that on his. Yeah, original. he did. Okay, yeah, he did. so yeah, so I mean, triple target. That's big now because of the close attack thing. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm like really you can't hoping use it on the first attack, but you can use it on just follow up the non yeah. free one. I'm really yeah. hoping this doesn't set a precedent that we're going to see another um, Phoenix legacy card coming down the road with an X Men set. I uh, think it's a kind of a guarantee that yeah. we see her. I think Mangog's probably only a, a limited amount of time before we see him. Uh, no, Gro- I don't. I actually Groot, don't because we haven't seen him in a while. I don't think Manigal will be chosen just because he's a Thor, so I'd, it would be a while before he swings back around unless they just throw him in a random Avenger set because legacy cards. I, I can I don't see know. that happening, though. You said there's that story with him where he becomes Mjolnir or something, right? So that would be plenty of a reason to fit him in somewhere. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I don't know. It's just one of those where I don't know if I, en- I, I enjoyed once they rotated. So I, it, Yes. But then again, at the same time, 
they probably every I will say this, Surter, this Carnage, and Ymir all came back and they're nowhere near as frustrating as they were in their initial incarnation. So I I'm not no as one's playing them. Yeah. Then Surter's still amazing. Then so is Ymir. Good, yeah. yeah, and so is Ymir, frankly. I think Ymir's underrated for what he yeah. like what he what he can do to you. They're honestly just big targets. I played a uh, Surter in Orlando, and I don't think I used him once. And uh, I think he maybe gave up points in two or three games just because he's just a big target, and you just don't use him. Yeah, but I I like what they've done with the new iterations. Like they made them good without making them like oppressive. Because I feel like their first iterations were actually like pretty oppressive for the game yeah. itself. Like I feel like retail's a little. Op- oppressive because it's something you just have to deal with but with the map changes and the like going first or second changes i think a lot of that is has like shifted that so you don't feel as frustrated by like oh i i'm just this is probably gonna happen you know what i mean that's what i always felt like when i was playing against someone with retail was like either i have to overextend to kill the retail or i just have to deal with this eventuality of it happening yeah. And now it does, that doesn't seem as bad. Yeah. But that is going to conclude our set review for Beyond Amazing. Uh, overall, I think it's a fun set. Uh, tons of rollouts. I don't think it's super fun for Battle Royale and stuff like that because of all the rollouts and everything like that. But overall, I think it's a very good set. I thought they did a good job at it. Your typical Spider-Man set. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, what is it, Superior Foes or Amazing Spider-Man 2.0, 2.3, whatever we're at right now. But um, <clears throat> uh, overall, I like it. Uh, I like the super rare choices. Uh, wish they would have, I guess my biggest gripe is the legacy cards, which uh, they had such a big library to choose from. From Like, really, even no Sinister Syndicate legacy cards. When this is a very yeah. heavy Syndicate one, there were numerous ones that they could have made to fit with the Sinister... sinister wow. The SS group. <laughs> um, damn, high school lisp is coming back. The uh, With that theme team, I feel like there should have been a couple of them in the Legacy Card Department. Uh, but yeah, so that is going to be it for the... Uh, what is this? Three episodes, four episodes of the set review. We broke it up a little bit so we could talk about each figure individually more than kind of just pass through them. Uh, we're probably going to take off next week. Probably not going to be too much to talk about unless they come out with a, a rental list or anything else about that. Uh, there are a couple tournaments coming up in Hero World. I know uh, Dial H is holding a tournament on Roll20 on April 4th to kind of help international players come to worlds and nationals, which I thought is really cool for them. We do have PJ's kilted classic, which is April 15th in Chicago, which is just a couple miles away from us. I know Ryan's going, Dan's going, I can't, I have a wedding, so I can't make it to that. Uh, Christine and Matt are going. They're going too. Uh, So I think it's going to be a big turnout for that one. Let's go. I didn't know Pete was going. That's awesome, too. Yep, we're good to go. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's anything else in the near future that are happening. I'm sure states are happening. When was states? Was that May? Or did he push that uh, back? It keeps getting pushed back. There's okay. not an official announcement on it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that is the bigger tournaments in the near future. But once we start getting into the summer, there'll be a bunch more. But, uh, yeah, that's it for tournaments. 
As for us, remember, we do have our Patreon that's happening this week. Or not this week, at the end of the month, where it's a winner takes all. Winner gets a Fantastic Thors, the Batman and Robin chase from Batman, a Ricky Barnes, a Gamora daughter of Thanos, a Batman Jaro, Ashley Barton, and a Punchline, along with a bunch of Super Rares and Legacy cards. So make sure you head over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it and become a patron to have a chance to win that. Glass Cabinet did do some of the case breaks today. In his first case break, uh, Surfer was pulled. So if you won that one, congratulations. But if you want to get in on any more of those, use code CLIXINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, and get 5% off your order. Uh, other than that, we do have a surprise coming out for you guys. With uh, So WizKids only did four hint cards in the sets. If you don't know what the hint cards, basically they kind of give you some advice of what figures to play together because they have cool mechanics and how they work. Um, we're taking it upon ourselves to make our own hint cards. So we are in the process of doing that. Uh, I'm going to make them nice and glossy like WizKids is. I'm going to hand them out to people um, just kind of for fun. Lucas Van Hollen helped me with one of them. I've reached out to PJ, uh, Caleb Ruddick, George Massu, Matty G, Scott Crampton. All of them are going to come up with their own ones that kind of um, fit the hero clicks. Right now, I'll probably reach out to a couple more people. If you do have any ideas let me know send them my way and i'll make the cards uh ryan's going to come up with some dan's going to come up with some we're all going to come up some with some fun ones some of them will be serious some of them won't be serious um but it's just kind of a good uh time with that but that's going to be it for our episode serious ones from me no no serious ones from you um it's going to be make sure adam's not cheating hit card (laughs) Um, make sure Adam knows the rules. Hint card. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. We can still do, wait, we can do hypersonic version one, right? Adam, you haven't been able to do that since hypersonic version three, where you can just stack it. You can make as many attacks as you want as long as you keep hitting. You stack the damage. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it for the podcast. Stay tuned to see if we're here next week. Uh, probably not, unless there's some big announcements going off in here. Hook land. But thanks again for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the set review. Uh, check out the unboxing that happened on YouTube. Tyler was supposed to come over today to do another unboxing, but our LGA did not get the product today. So that might be either happening tomorrow or Friday. Hopefully he can stop over and we can make another unboxing video. But until next time, remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.